0: Friends, let's talk about dating. But before we talk about how to date, we need to define what dating is. It's about time because we're going there. Hi friends, I'm your host Bianca Watis Ultov and I am Passionate about love. And this whole week, we are in a series entitled Love Is. Why? Because love has been so convoluted and hard to define by so many people. And so we're rooting this out of an ancient passage, a letter, in fact, that my Bible boyfriend Paul wrote to his friends in Corinth. And today, I want to talk about dating. And I want to root this in 1 Corinthians 13.5. I'm going to put a little scripture on it because who doesn't love a little Paul in the podcast. So Paul says this, love does not dishonor others. It's not self-seeking. Love is not easily angered and love keeps no records of wrong. So let's talk about dating. But like I said, I think that we need to define what dating is before we talk about how to date. So let's start with the fun fact that dating is actually an American concept. Hashtag Merka, right? So for most of humanity, prior to the 1800s, parents would find a suitable person for their child and based on alliances or mutual benefits and sometimes love, people would get married. Y'all, it was very transactional. Around the turn of the century in American history and culture, more autonomy was given in the choosing of a partner. So let's say you'd be at a dance or at church or at a community function, you would meet somebody and then the parents of one child would go up to the parents of the other child and they would have a conversation and invite them to the other person's house and the young man or the young woman would get to know each other. Around the 1950s, this all began to change with the rise of individual independence and the invention of the quote unquote teenager. Literally prior to the 50s, there was no such thing. So couple this concept with the fact that the Bible doesn't say one thing about dating, it's no wonder why people are confused about dating. With the rise of casual sex, pornography, and hookup culture, it's no wonder that now in the first time ever in American history, there are more single adults than married adults. With unclear terms like, oh, we're talking or we're seeing each other, we're going out, we're hooking up, we're seeing where things go, and we're dating— all being interchangeable and not clearly defined, we need to set a definition. Okay, so what we need to do is define dating. So dictionary.com didn't help me in defining dating because it defines dating as dating as establishing or ascertaining a date of an event. That doesn't help us. So I went to my favorite dictionary, Urban Dictionary. Urban Dictionary defines dating as dating is when two people who are attracted to each other spend time with each other to see if they could also stand to be around each other most of the time. If this is successful, they develop a relationship. Oh, you are so academic, Urban Dictionary. Yes. But for our context, we will use the term intentional dating as our language. So when I say dating for this conversation, I'm referring to intentionally pursuing somebody with the intention of getting to know them and potentially marrying them. And practicing the benefit of marital union, if you know what I'm saying. Hence, the term intentional dating. If you want more on that conversation, join us for our sex talk in two days. Okay, now that we've defined dating, let's talk about how to date. This is a huge topic and we can spend an entire series talking about dating alone within a relationship series. But I've spent time whittling this down to the four most important things that I think will help us in how to process dating. For the note takers, I'm going to give you the points in advance and then unpack them. Number one, intentionally. Number two, clarity. Number three, strategy. Number four, timely. Timely. And you know, I love a good rhyme. Okay. Yes. Okay. Let's start off at number one. Intentionally Proverbs sixteen nine says in their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. Yes. Spit that game King Solomon. Okay. There's a game plan and an end goal. God is going to reveal and confirm the steps, but you have to initiate. Now, If you know of a single guy that needs to hear this podcast, will you just do me a favor? Will you just do me a favor right now? Just pause the podcast and forward it to them or post it on social media. Tag me and tag that person. Now, this is a big question, right? So, you know, King Solomon's giving us wisdom and and we know that we have to initiate and we're going to be intentional about dating. But the big question around initiation is who initiates? According to 2018 research around who should ask who out, 88% of people said that the man should initiate. That's secular research, y'all, okay? So I decided I'm gonna take this to social media and see what social media says. So when I posted this on Instagram, out of 16,000 people who responded, 97% said that they felt like it was the man's role, okay? So I'm gonna be a bit progressive and make a case for drum roll, please, either. Either. Why do I think that it could be either? Well, Proverbs says that a man who finds a wife finds a good thing. Well, that indicates that a man initiates. But flip it, because in the book of Ruth, Ruth went up to Boaz on the threshing floor, laid at his feet, and said, Boaz, don't be a bozo. Boo me up. She basically initiated a DTR. So to each their own. I mean, literally, initiate. Don't hesitate. Initiate. And when you are asked on a date, know that this is not concrete or a commitment. See, there's a difference between casual dating and intentional dating. Casual dating is how culture practices dating, where you date multiple people at a time, and it's not just one person, and it's kind of like laissez-faire, like, I don't know how I feel, blah, 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 and you could be in lots of relationships, and there's no clear endgame or objective. Though the Bible doesn't say anything about dating, it has a lot to say about how we treat humanity and people of the opposite sex. I mean, listen to what Paul said in verse five. He said, love does not dishonor others and it's not self-seeking. So within intentional dating, you are intentionally trying to get to know somebody. Intentional dating is emotional, spiritual, and relational long before it becomes marital and sexual. Did y'all catch that? Because it's the truth. It's getting to know someone in the context of your friendship and community and friends and life so that those who love you get a choice to opt in and speak into this relationship. Okay, that was number one. Number two, clarity. Let the person you are dating know where you're at. Look at verse six. Paul says, love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth, the truth. So, If there's phases in dating, I would kind of lay this out. And yes, I'm oversimplifying it, but hey, practical handles. Phase one is here's clarity. Here's clarity. You ready for it? I like you and I would like to get to know you. See, that wasn't hard. Okay. Phase two. We've been dating for a couple months and I just want to know if we're exclusively dating each other. Clarity phase two. Okay, now we're in phase three. This is the heart check. If you're still together nine to 12 months in, hey, ask the question for clarity. Are we vibing emotionally, physically, spiritually? Do we want to continue to do this? Clarity. Ephesians 4.15, again, some more Pauline scripture for you because I love the boy. He says that we are to speak truth in love. So hear me, hear me, hear me more clearly in the words of Kanye. When we speak the truth, It is love. If you've dated somebody for six months and broke up, yes, it hurts. But it's actually love because somebody decided to be honest. If you're interested in someone, say something. If you aren't interested in someone, say something. Clarity might feel harsh, but it's actually love. So, number one, intentionally. Number two, how do we date? With clarity. Number three, how do we date? With some strategy. 1 Corinthians 13 7 says love always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. You know what that is? That's the strategy. See, if you aim at nothing, you'll hit nothing. You need to go in with a strategy for your relationship. Do you have a strategy for your dating? Hey, what are boundaries? What can you expect of the person you're dating and what can they expect of you? When you're dating someone, can you ensure that they will protect you? A strategy in dating is whether or not you can trust and be trusted. I'm going to go as far as saying not to date anyone who isn't Christian. If you're a Christian and you might be thinking, yeah, but they believe in God. (laughs) The book of James says that even demons believe in God, but you know, I'd recommend not to date one. All right. Second Corinthians six, four says, do not be unequally yoked. And listen, you could think that you could flirt to convert, but listen, it's not a thing. Okay. If the person you're dating doesn't love God, they will never be able to love you the way that Christ intended you to be loved. Real talk. Paul uses these specific words that I want to highlight for us in the dating and love process. Protects, trusts, hopes, perseveres. Lastly, in how to date, timely. See, you're going to need to have wisdom and the wisdom of others to help you discern if the relationship is right for you. Ecclesiastes 3.1 says, there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven. Now, there's a time to meet someone, there's a time to get to know them, there's a time to date, and there's a time to get married. Two things to know and recognize God's will and God's timing. If you rush or enter into things too quickly, you might ruin it. Even if it's God's will for you to be someone, but you get ahead of God's timing, you're gonna create a lot of problems because you aren't walking in steps that God has for you. So here's my dating equation. You might have heard it before, I'll repeat it again. The right person plus the wrong time equals the wrong relationship. The wrong person plus the right time equals the wrong relationship. The wrong person plus the wrong time equals the wrong, wrong, wrong relationship. But the right person at the right time equals the right relationship. Friends, I hope that we provided a little bit of clarity on such a big topic. If this podcast has given you tips and handles on how to date and do life well, Can you share it with your friends, family, and anyone who needs this work? You can tag me at Bianca Oltoff. You can leave a positive review and you can share with your friends. I am so excited that we get to do this series together and I hope that you've enjoyed it as much as I have. Love you.